Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's, hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ and Vaya. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We discuss episodes of the Aussie soap opera Neighbors. And reanalyze it as a form of self-care. Gosh, that's needed at the moment. Tell you that for free. I'm having a time of it. Look, CJ's here. Hello, CJ, the hot mess mum. Thank you very much. It's your it's your hot girl summer. I'm hot mess. Yeah, hot mess summer. <laughs> hot mess summer. Inspired by CJ herself, the hot mess mum. I um, you know how Paul. We'll just talk while this plane's going overhead. Don't even care. Do you know how? Actually, it's relevant because we're near Essendon Airport. We are, and that's going to come up. Yeah. CJ, you know how Paul, when he's down on his luck, he's in a baseball cap and jeans? Mm-hmm. Are you going to do a motivational seminar? Not yet. I need one. <laughs> but um, I haven't showered today. And this is a world first. I'm doing the podcast without having had a shower beforehand. Now, but you used to do breakfast radio. Yeah. So it, it can't be a world first. I showered all the time there. Oh, my God. I built that into my quarter to five in the morning wake up. And you were like a young Actually, no, person. I had to be there at five. I guess I woke up at 4.30. Yeah. Are you, you were a young person, so you could have like been up late and stuff. Yeah, no, I wasn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no shower. So this is, look, the wheels are off today, off the wagon. Um, Kate, I want to note that I can't smell anything and you look great. Oh, thanks. Whew, I'll take it. <laughs> Kate is at the beach. We're going to remote record, but um, life's too hard to do that. It's too hard. Got another COVID outbreak in my household, so I'm just hanging on by a thread here. We're outdoor we're in the um, mobile Partnet studios at CJ's house. I drove past one of our previous outdoor studios, CJ, um, the football oval, and it's what's happened to it? Oh, they're resurfacing it. Okay, great. Yeah, I was yeah. bit, I was a bit perturbed. I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, they've some. My son's doing cricket, whatever. I don't know, little person cricket there, yeah. and um, they have to do it like out the back in a little patch of dirt because there's no <laughs> oval. Yeah. Well, I was offended. I'm like, excuse me, we might need that. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, we could go down to the rotunda where we met that police officer. Yeah, great. Yeah. So here we are. We're going to do a little, we're going to do a shallow paddle across the last two weeks. Gosh, having neighbours happening during this time of year, it's it's thrown out my neighbours' biorhythms. It is. And Home and Away is not on. That's the way it always used to be. Home and Away and Neighbours would not be on. They used yeah. to both finish on the same night. I remember, I've told the story before that I blew up a television trying to watch in the pool. <laughs> I dragged my TV to the pool. Yeah. Very summer. Very. Very barley. Yeah. Well, it's just like these guys pulling the Christmas tree into the pool, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then they would come back after the tennis because Channel 7 did the tennis. And Why and do you know that Home and Away is not on at the moment? My brother-in-law you? is really into Home and Away. Right. Okay. Mm. Good. Got it. Got yep. It. And every time I see him, he asks me to explain Home and Away. I don't watch Home and Away, yeah. but I can still explain it because. Oh, good. Soaps don't change. No, they do um, It's gangs. Yeah. It's gangs. Especially over there. Yeah. It's full of gangs. Gang city. And he always says, I don't like neighbours. They don't, they've got all new people. And I'm like, they don't have <laughs> new people. <laughs> In fact, I just saw a comment on our Neighbours Council on the Facebook group. Oh, the council. Yes. 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 Wonderful Craig sets up, has set up these battles between mm. characters to choose who will reign supreme. And the thread with Billy Kennedy popped up. He was against Stoney. Of and course. yeah, of course, Kate voted Stoney. I didn't. Controversial. I mean, I yeah, I voted Billy. Controversial. Of course but, you did. Yeah. but like she didn't. Anyway, whatever. The point is, Alex commented in that post. Billy, uh, poor form, hasn't visited his parents in twenty five years. Oh my god, twenty five years. Twenty. Now I live next door to yeah. my yeah. family home. You visit your parents. I don't know weekly. Yeah. Well, my mum weekly. My. My dad, um, at least maybe once a month. Yeah, well, he at least visits you without consent. Oh, he arrives on my doorstep with yeah. a lawnmower. Yeah. yeah. A lawnmower and sometimes some Sivlakis. <laughs> um, and, and I'll tell you what, though, they are some Sivlakis. <laughs> that is Billy Kennedy. But wait a second. Oh, Mel comes when he's dating when he's Carl's ex. When he's got an issue. But my, our, my point is there are old people. There are, there's not all new people. Mm. And some of the new people are old people in disguise. Mm. Now... Christmas Day is where we're kicking it off. It's going to be a shallow paddle from Christmas Day till the New Year's week. Mm-hmm. So December the 25th, 8960. There are some further thoughts about our opinions on this episode on our little live stream we did with Nabens mm-hmm. on uh, the Neighbours Pod YouTube. Jump into YouTube, Neighbours Pod, you'll find the most recent video is our live stream playback. We'll post it again on a story 
when we put this episode yes, up. Yes. And also in the episode notes. And now there's a big party at the share house that day after everyone's finished Christmas lunch. Um, they go off on their merry ways, except for poor Ellie and Chloe. Uh, they're trying to leave because Ellie's got to go to Sydney to spend two hours with her daughter on her daughter's birthday. Yeah. And Carl wants to play a, a Christmas sing-along on his guitar. I tell you what, though, it doesn't – I just want more Carl yeah. and Susan action. Yeah. And with no plot. I don't want any plot attached to it. I don't care about the – yeah, I'm with you. I just love Neighbours making fun of itself with Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay, we, we've seen the guitar twice – once later in the week at the wedding and then at Christmas and we don't even he doesn't really need to do anything with it he just has to hold it yeah. and that's the punchline he has to get up and everyone yeah. roll their eyes and, yeah. yeah um and he does take a a co-star role with Holly later in the week but I like him like as a B character to the A story you know yeah anyway well, when they give him an A story, he he's not great. He's not great. Like he's, he's, he blows the family funds. Yeah, he does. He does makes mistakes. He makes you know? big mistakes. I mean, they are sometimes necessary, but it's nice to have a break from them. And then Paul is sad sack because um, Leo and Abby go off to Brennan Tanaka Christmas. Yeah. Now Toadie visits Paul though. Yeah, Toadie has uh, Paul has some visitors, but also Paul. Check your privilege. You woke up on Christmas morning with your granddaughter and son and got to do Christmas tree and all that stuff. Some families don't have that. My mum didn't have that with her. Like We were in the country. We had to drive to her. Some grandparents don't get to wake up with their grandkid on Christmas morning. So you, it's not like you had nothing to do that day. I mean, he gets to wake up with that kid because it seems as though he's also doing bedtime routine <laughs> with that kid. <laughs> Uh, love to see it. Uh, later later in the fortnight, we find out Sadie doesn't want to be a childcare worker. <gasps> this okay. is against her will. Oh, I forgot to write that down on my notes. We, can we pick that up later? Yeah. Uh, no, no, let's talk about it now in case I forget. But uh, we find out she gets a reminder from the university that she has to put in her – accept her enrolment because she's deferred it. Yes. Now, let me tell you. I work at a university and I am privy to the chain of these kind of reminders. And I tell you what, if she's getting a letter, she has ignored – 85 reminders, <laughs> 65 by email, 20 by text. A couple she, of Insta story likes yeah. probably. Uh, a mailed letter using yeah. paper, like last resort. Wow. And she she knew her face. She came over hungover from New Year's Eve and was like, oh, this is here. Mm. <laughs> and even her dad, the Sarge knew. Sarge didn't come down in the last shower. No. And – I mean, I'm very pro-education. I'm Wendy yeah. in this circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I don't I don't know about doing a course like that that's really specific if you don't want to do that job. And she called it childcare. Yeah. I guess she was short, shorthand for early education. It must be because the childcare course is a TAFE course that you do alongside employment. And that not that subsidised at the moment by the yeah. government? So yeah. she could just do that for free easily mm -hmm. and quickly. So is early childhood. Yeah, right. Because uh, desperate. They need workers. Yeah, we need we need skill shortage. Yeah, and she she's not interested in getting qualifications to at least ensure her current charge is well looked after. Is she has she done it? Is she going to do a first aid course? No, nah. she doesn't want to do any of it. No, nah. um, she's going to leave it up to Paul. <laughs> and fair enough, you don't want to pursue that. I babysat for quite a while, and I knew when I had run out of energy in my tank because mm. I wanted to have my own kid and I had run out of care factor for other people's kids and I'm like, oh, I've got to conserve some of that mm. energy and because, boy, did that, that boy does that run out. <laughs> and also, like, it's great that she has tested the waters yeah. with that line of work. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it would be very different in an early childhood situation but, like, still she, she has tested the waters, mm. right? Um, I would assume that nothing about the care arrangement she has with um, Abigail yeah. is – I don't know, orderly. There's like, no, there's no like, formal. Yeah. There's no rubrics she's got to meet. No, no. It's not like, you know, being um, neighbours. We talk about neighbours and there's planes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's, a, there's a Venn diagram of people <laughs> whose interest this will pique. One of them is my friend Jelly, I think. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's no, there's no government early learning um, KPIs there. Also, when I babysat, I quite liked the idea of one-on-one -on -one yeah, tutoring. I, I I did a bit of tutoring as well. So she, she may have shed a light for her that oh, okay, I don't want to have a whole class of kids. But maybe in her next line of work, which she wants to pursue, she prefers one-on-one -on -one interaction. Yeah, because she reveals to Wendy that 
she doesn't want to do early childhood studies. She wants to become a makeup artist, artiste. Now, I thought that was hilarious because it's peak neighbours because earlier there's a little red flag because she's put a little fake tattoo on her arm and somebody said, oh, my God, did you did you go get a tat? And she said, no, I'm not in a bikey gang. I just got a makeup kit for Christmas. Yeah, let's, I'm glad we're stopping down on this because she got that in the previous week on yeah. the um, Christmas party, pre-Christmas party, Christmas party episode where they did a gift exchange and one of them, I don't know which of the boys or Mac gave it to her. It was. It looked like they went to Priceline and got a pre-made gift hamper mm-hmm. or TK Maxx or something. It was just up the front as you're nearing the register yeah. and you're like, oh, crap, I've got to get a present. Oh, oh Sadie. And they've grabbed it and she is enamoured with this thing. And I, the only reason I can give that it sparked off this newfound interest in makeup artistry, because she's a very well-made-up, well-coiffed young lady. Yeah, always. She, she knows her way around an eyeliner. Mm. Is that maybe she's never received an entire kit like this before? Maybe. Maybe she's gone brand for brand, product by product. She goes to Sephora. She goes. Oh my God. Have you, are you on Young Girl Sephora Talk? You, that will not be good for my mental health. I am not, CJ. No. So basically, the young girls have taken over Sephora and Mecca. Mecca here, Sephora yeah. in the U- United States. I don't know what in the UK. Um, but they are entitled terrible little bees and the Sephora employees are basically coming out and being like this is what's happened to me at work a 14 year old has like ruined my mental health like wow wow so yeah she'll she should have been all over it but maybe this is the first time she's ever seen a full kit yeah and she's like I can experiment because it's not expensive it's this this shitty chemist brand makeup Mm. I can go all out I can do Um, horror movie makeup. I can give myself a Ned Willis style tat. But also where it was, she obviously didn't paint it on. Like if she'd done it like Mm. on her thigh, Mm. it could have been like artistry. Unless she's amazingly ambidextrous. Yeah, because otherwise it was just like one of those ones that kids put on. Yeah. Which I, you go girl. Unless (laughs) unless this kit came with a transfer set. Yeah. See, there's a lot of, it's opened up a lot of doors for her. Yeah, I just love that she was just like, you guys really know me. I want to be a makeup yeah, artist. Thank you. It's very cute. It's a very cute trajectory. And um, Wendy is incensed and mm. just with, without her daughter's consent, enrolls her in university. <laughs> just click, 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 enroll. I'll pick your electives. I love – and she waited for her to pick the electives but then was like, no, if you're not going to pick them, whatever. You're doing English mm. literature yep. <laughs> or whatever. So, look – We'll pick that up and then Sadie, uh, there's a beautiful butterfly that's just landed on your bushes over there. I'm really distracted by it. Like Sadie, beautiful butterfly, hoping to come into her own. That butterfly really knows you. Yeah, it really knows me. So Wendy, Cassage is like, just handle it, just talk to her. And then that happens and Sadie's like, well, that's it, I'm I'm leaving. I'm not living with you. Which is great. Love a bit of household hopping. Yep. So, and we'll jump back to Ho-Ho. There's a Christmas party, of oh, course, yeah. in the share house. The right? post-Christmas party, Christmas party. Yeah. I was very excited. We did touch on it with the Bens, but I was very excited to see Richie. Yeah, because he, he's back on the scene. Since the protest, he's back on everybody's yeah. radars. And I loved Richie back in the past. This was I've, – I've watched this episode now like 65 times yeah. because I went on an internet low – it wasn't free, but like a low internet cruise, and um, that episode was like downloaded onto my iPad. So, yeah. oh my god, I forgot to say welcome back. Oh, thank you. you didn't do a Marlene. You've come back from your cruise. I made it back. I made was, it back. How was cruise life? Uh, I mean, it was amazing, and um, yeah, like no wonder Marlene stayed. Really, <laughs> all the food. Yeah, what do you think she's doing there now? Fifty years later, it's just like cruising life is like you're like, well, I've had breakfast. Yeah. What will I do before lunch? <laughs> and then. After you've had lunch, you're like, oh, shit, okay, four hours until we've got a formal dinner. What What now? That's me during freelance life when I'm waiting for my next contract. What? That's why I do things like start podcasts. Yeah. Well. How am I going to feel four hours? It's, um, and so you sit there and so I did a lot of day drinking. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Richie comes back in at the hands of Ho-Ho to this party. Dubious. Yeah. There's been a few mentions on the council, like why does Ho-Ho have his phone number? I just think that's like mystical internet yeah fuck it bucket yeah. also these days you can add someone on messenger and just ring them 
or yeah. Instagram. Like you can just you can just ring anyone. Yeah, and like WhatsApp and like yeah. yeah. And Ho Ho says she's like, I'm I'm sick of you having a go at my boyfriend. I'm gonna get your ex in town. Yeah, I'll get you a new one. Can't get the other ex. He's dead. So let me get. He's not an ex anyway. And, and we forgot comes. we forgot that he made a. Like a, a some sort of ladder that went around school, like so where you rate girls, and it was no good. But he wasn't he, again, like Sadie, not burning down the school herself. Mm. He was coerced into participating in this ladder. He also he he grew, which is it's sometimes not that common with neighbors' characters. They don't always evolve and grow like Paul, um, <laughs> but. He did grow and he did – we explored different parts of him. And he showed remorse and he's always loved Mackenzie. Yeah, he has. My issue was is he gets this message saying your ex is a little bit interested in you and he takes that, to be honest, as consent. And it's not – it's a second-hand text message from – Look, to be honest, that's all I would need. Uh, off, off we go. We're off to the races. But when he got to the races, he had a big – Big, deep and meaningful with her at the party mm. at the end of the night, which was dawn. It was like 7 a.m. They're leaving. Yeah. And I do I, – my hat up, my hat goes off to all these – the share house group and the, their ability to party till the next day. Oh, I love it. Uh, and still look immaculate. And um, he goes to lean in for the pash. He does. And then he's like – w- Mac just immediately pushes back. And then she's like, look, you know, like we had a good time when we were children, but like I'm a grown widow lawyer now. <laughs> Um, and he's like, oh, I'm still a child. I didn't even get to find out what he does. I Well, he's available for school protests. <laughs> so, art student. Yeah. And Christmas Day parties. <laughs> yeah. No notice. Um, Mac is pretty peeved off about this because she finds out that a girl messaged who has a Christmas name. Yeah. And she's like, ho, ho. Yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. And they go and have a little stoush by mm-hmm. the swimming pool. Um, which was kind of vicious. Yeah. How, you know, how dare you back and forth. And then I don't quite know how Ho-Ho falls into the pool. She gets caught on the Christmas tree. She falls in and then she's wearing all the episode. I was looking at her halter neck, very early aughts-esque top. And I thought, oh, that's a, that's a choice. And then it gets caught around the Christmas tree that had already fallen into the pool. And she's stuck underwater. Horrifying. And Mackenzie's yeah. like, Ugh, nothing bad can happen to someone once they're in water on this show. <laughs> Off I go to sleep off my hangover and bitch to Sadie about the person in the pool. So she damn near drowns and, of course, has, uh, finds her, saves her. Oh, like bloody, I'm a hero. Oh, I'm a hero, man. Rips her out of the water holding her. Do you know how else you can be a hero, Has? is It's very heroic to tell a young woman if you're not 100% invested in this commitment. Yeah. Instead of just getting angry every time she tries to commit to you. Yeah, cut her the fuck loose. That's a very heroic deed. Instead of just stringing her along and making her question everything about herself. Mm. But cool, it's great that you saved her from drowning. That's awesome. It is. So she gets out of the pool. She has almost drowned. It would be very traumatic. I know she has, as the week's gone on, she has milked it a little bit. But it is very traumatic. I will let her do it. Look, I I have this relationship with many characters on Neighbours in the past where I just see myself in them. I 100% would have milked it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Guys, which even how she was phrasing it, I nearly died yesterday. Yeah. So there's a lot going on in my head. Like I last night put my hand on a hot saucepan handle and I like screamed the house down and my son was in the bath going, mommy, what's wrong? When in a guy just burnt my hand and he goes, do you want to put it in the bath? Aww. I go, no, because the bath is too warm. I need cold water. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I would have milked it too. Um, and she's in. she's been put in a precarious situation where she feels she has to as well from, you know, this relationship that she doesn't feel secure in. So she goes, Carl is furious and yeah. goes to get his doctor bag just to make sure that the doctor's checked Holly out appropriately. And um, he rips Mackenzie a new one. Mm. Now, don't forget, Mackenzie was living with um, Hendrix in that house. In the Kennedy house. So they've got quite a relationship. That was at the forefront of my head because I'm like, hang on, Carl, you've got loyalties to both of these ladies. Don't. I know, but. I know. Ho-Ho's his daughter. Yeah. And he, because Carl doesn't understand the context either. He doesn't understand, firstly, because Ho-Ho's his daughter. He's not going to be like, she did anything awful. Uh, none of these things. Um, if Suze was there. Yeah, she'd be like, what, ha- what happened yeah. to make Mac walk away? <laughs> um, 
So, um, yeah, he's furious and he gets his, like, well, like you're saying, Dr. Dad and like, he's like, whew, comes in like heavy on Mac. Like, how could you leave? How could you leave it at all? Like, basically the way um, Dr. Ma was with Dr. Naka, like, how could he leave someone to die? You're basically a killer. She's like, yep, yeah, fair enough. I'm going to pack my bags and go visit Paul Mercurio mm-hmm. for some New Year's Eve time, Boxing Day time, which probably she probably could have gone there anyway for Christmas. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, no one's working at the law office, but anyway. <laughs> Has comes to comfort her as well. In the interim, they have had this little break because, you know, it's all got a bit complicated because of Mackenzie's feelings. It's It was weird. So Has did call it off for like an hour and then, oh, no, you nearly died. I better not feel guilty, so it's back on. Yeah, and I mean, I think, to be honest, it's just that he liked the way it felt to be the hero. To be needed. Yeah. I guess in life is fragile when you're reminded of that in your 20s. What else, what else are you going to do? Yeah. Fall into bed. Like, it was like, <laughs> remember uh, one of the beds was talking about how Mac wakes up next to Krista and is like, I know how you feel because my wallet got stolen. <laughs> I feel the same way about has being like, I know how you feel about being a widow because Holly was without breath for a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we're relishing in this, but we'll, we'll move it along. But they, they stay together and Holly gives a little ultimatum like it's you can't live with her. It's yeah. weird. But meanwhile, she's gone to interstate to visit her family and has just moping around like a mope. And the Kennedys, meanwhile, are trying to – like Carl wants to – you know, welcome has and get to know. I want to get my to get to know my daughter's boyfriend. She's like, we're not putting labels on her dad. She's a no labels girly. Mm. <laughs> I loved um, Alan Fletcher in the going to buy wine dad role. Yeah. I, oh my gosh, yes. And Wendy as well, like lagging on spilling the beans on the whole. Well, uh, Mackenzie said she liked Harry has, and of course because she's say she's Sadie's mum, so she gets all the goss. And yeah. why wouldn't you? And look, if you're gonna be friends with your mum's friend, like whatever, it's all gonna come out. So he finds out all the backstory, and he says, "Look, Holly, what's going on here? Like he clearly." likes your housemate and then he goes over to the share house and Byron and had been reading Mackenzie's been recommending legal thrillers to Byron I love that little law connection they both have I love it and I did question it for a second because I'm like do you really read like fiction about your line of work yeah no I would you would well like I like I like behind the scenes of show business I like to read about yeah okay well I was because I'm not a reader so I did I did want to find that out but it, it is definitely a little red flag for Byron becoming a lawyer again, don't you think? He says he doesn't yeah. want to, but. Um, yeah, look, I don't know if we need another lawyer, but I maybe I wouldn't mind. Maybe he'll, he'll read it and go, like the makeup kit, he'll be like, oh, but maybe I want to be an investigator. Maybe he wants to be a felon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, we'll get to some, some felony action later, but. Great um, throwaway line, though, when he says to his mum, rather be a sex worker, mum. Like, yeah. Love it. And so the bookmark that Mackenzie had used was photos of herself when she was a model for mm. Tam and Sursock. Why not? And Harry, ha, Harry has just pockets them mm. for I a little, does. just for some time with them. I, I'll find a safe space for them. I'm sure you will. Has. Oh, my God. He puts By them in the bedtime. kitchen drawer, which I don't want him doing that in the kitchen. No, and don't, that's not a safe space. No. But also like. I never find things in my kitchen drawer. No, not the junk drawer. Carl sees him, he's like, mate, my daughter, my beloved, your boyfriend has the horn for his house, mate. Get out of this. And she, Holly broke my heart. She was like, I know that he doesn't like me as much as I like him, but I'm just going to wait for him to catch up. Yeah. Oh, honey. And like, it's very easy in that sense, mm. but also like Izzy would be like, well, he doesn't love me as much as he can. But, like, I will change that through my wiles. And I'm Izzy, so he will catch up tomorrow. Yeah, and, like, Carl and Izzy both have their own confidence levels and Holly is a mix of both of them. It's really – it's a fascinating character study. I'm really glad they've got her back for this stint. Um, Yeah, we'll pick her up another time because we'll we'll leave that there. We might get Nat Bass back at some point. Too. Yes. Yeah. And she's more likely to pop in than Billy. So, <laughs> okay, we'll get to this wedding of the year of the week. Um, it's, I guess, it's on Boxing Day or it's on December the 27th or whatever yeah. flexible time we're, do- we're, we're handling here. Of course, we've got a Brennan marrying 
for all intents and purposes of a Kennedy. <laughs> yeah, true. Because <laughs> Sue's really leads into you're my niece, yeah. she, sort of my daughter. It's royal adjacent. It's like when Eugenie got married, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's not Yeah. It's not one of the main ones. No, but, but we we'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Suze puts on one of her lovely flowy jackets yeah. and says, I'm going to be a celebrant. She looked beautiful. She I love the touches of pink, which we'll get to, but as you would too. Um, so there's a bit of differences in the wedding, as in they're not doing all the traditional things. They're both wearing white, which is lovely, but they're... They don't have loved ones there. Sorry, <laughs> they don't have loved ones. There's, they're walking down the aisle together. Like you know, there's all these things happening. Aaron's the bridesmaid okay, or whatever. Yes. Okay, this was my highlight for possibly the entire two weeks. <laughs> bridesmaid as, and you had one job, Aaron. You yeah. had one job. Oh, mwah, chef's kiss. The way that was all delivered and handled, so good. His job was to get the rings, and he forgot. And he goes, "She goes, I texted you." The details. And he goes, I thought that was just an FYI. <laughs> it's the best. So he has to run off to the ring shop. He gets the rings. He leaves one. He goes back. He gets it again. He forgets one. What is up with that guy? He's running late. And the, the dressing down that Suze gives him, which I'm trying not to do as many audio clips to make the editing easier, but I think we have to hear the clip of Susan screaming at Aaron, just like, you. You had one yeah, job. I know, I know, I know. I had one job. I one job, but I've, I've done it now, so... So oh. you get yourself into those bushes and get changed. <laughs> Are you joking? Look at my face, Aaron. Does my face look like it's joking? And he has to go change in the bushes and he's wearing the horny undies yeah. for David, which I couldn't quite make head or tail of, to be honest. Could, also, could you imagine like how much you would want a shower after all that running and oh. forth, but he's like... No, I'm fine. Yes. Barely I wa- rose a sweat. I very much, I've never been able to relate to Aaron, but right now this moment I do want a shower and I can relate to Aaron. So we get a shot of his rear end. He's wearing David's face on his bum. Now David's been down to, um, you know, you know those little um, print and like hemming shops at the shopping centre? Like a kiosk where yeah. you get your towels monogrammed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I've got this photo of my face. Could you pop it on <laughs> some, some Bonds undies for me? Which from a distance, it looks like Robert Millsy Mills. I thought, oh, they've made Bum Island merch. <laughs> and like, it doesn't matter they're in a relationship. Why wouldn't you put Robert Millsy Mills on your bum, no. you know? Very cute to have, because we haven't had much fun, David, ever really. So it's good to have a little moment of levity. Um, but as was the bridesmaid, he got it all sorted. Every moment of that was pure joy. And the other person who's there for Ellie is Asta, little Asta. Yeah. I, I mean... She's already going to have issues with her mum because her mum just is not putting her at top priority. But your mum flies down for the second half of your birthday slash Christmas and now forevermore, her wedding anniversary is the day after your birthday. Well, not forever, for probably six months. Yeah, yep. a couple of years. And so you're like, oh, what are we going to do for my party? Well, mummy's going to be uh, travelling because it's anniversary week. Yeah. I bet Chloe's going to die on Christmas Day and completely ruin yeah. Asta's birthday. Yeah. yeah. It was cute to see Asta and she had her little spa day with Auntie Suze and they planted this seed probably a few too many times. I think they planted it and hope thought, oh, in the edit we'll lose a few of these, but they didn't lose any of them. So, CJ, have you heard that Liz is a little bit busy with her new boyfriend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Liz Liz is busy with her boyfriend. Liz is like not living up to any expectations, mm. which she can't have had many. Couldn't she – this is not kosher either. Sadie would have learnt this in early – education studies but couldn't she have just brought the boyfriend over to the house yeah well the daughter was there do you, re- do you reckon he's like significantly younger or something oh i love that for liz yeah <laughs> like i'm thinking like he's younger and like i don't know in a band or something and oh. she's got to go and watch him play love all of this yeah and they have a spat on the phone ellie and liz and she's like well don't come to the wedding i'm like whoa that's big man yeah it's big but like you know did El- she come to her other weddings wedding hard to say i, I don't think she i don't did. even think she was at the airport waiting for the flight i don't to be think honest. we knew about it i think she was just going to text in for this one and go oh jetstar cancelled yeah yeah see okay. you in sydney of course it did <laughs> but we didn't get any explanation <clears throat> excuse me we didn't get any explanation as to why bonnie wasn't there a b um mark even though never want to see mark again but would like to know why he didn't go tyler piper etc but yet your dying sister mm-hmm. is getting married yes Fair enough to your ex-wife. But getting married. Okay, that could have been written away. That could have been like, look, it's too weird for Mark. 
yeah. to be at his wife's we- ex-wife's wedding. But Tyler and Pipes? Like the fact that Tyler's doing Hallmark movies in the US is not a reason. No, not a reason, Tyler. They should have all got COVID. Actually, yes. It did cross my mind, CJ. I did think, oh, B wanted to come, but she tested positive this morning. Every- I mean, And it's like, you know, we know that it's happened to Bay, but it's happening It's happening everywhere. everywhere. Please don't go out if you're sick. If you've got a runny nose, test. Get your boosters if you're um, uh, at a date with your boosters. PSA. But I, what I wanted from this wedding was if uh, – they said it was going to be intimate. Like it was at the pavilion. It was not many people. I wish they hadn't tried to fudge – that it was slightly bigger than it was. I wish that they had really just paired it right back. Mm. Susan, Aaron, David, Asta, yep. whoever else. Leo, because they had a friendship. They were yeah, mate- Leo, Leo could have come. And they uh, did Therese? The- yeah. Oh, Therese was absolutely lovely saying, your mum's not here, but Chloe saying to her, you're playing like the role of my mum. She was her work mum. Delightful. But th- oh, that's all they needed. They didn't need bloody Krista, the sister, getting in the mix. No. By the way, I don't know if it's just Magella, but I love Krista so much. Yeah, I'm going to be the voice of Kate and say I'm on the fence. But I, I love, I enjoy her presence. Mm. I I question a lot of her decisions and motives, but I do enjoy her presence a lot. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but she's coming to the wedding because she's got schoolgirl crush going on. Oh, Leo. Yeah, and, and I guess as the as a Lasseter's representative, she's there. And, um... I'm reminded, so she's, we've we've already talked to her, she's with Baby. Mm. And remember that Leo wasn't really around for the pregnancy of Abigail. That's right. So he's just kind of like stepping in. It's like mm. it's like a oh, sliding doors moment where he's like, well, I can be here for this one. That is, oh, what a great assessment. Mm. Yes. Because I don't even think he's told Krista that he's got a daughter. <laughs> nah, it's not relevant. It just doesn't come up. No, no, it really doesn't. Oh my gosh, Paul is that child's parent. Yeah, which I'm here for that. Yeah, me I'm too. Here for that. Yeah. So, well, this okay. We'll talk about the crush since we're here with it. Yeah. Leo's twin, David, is Krista's sober companion, yes. helping her in this journey out of rehab. He's a really good. Sorry, I won't say he's a really good sober companion, but very safe space. He's in a relationship. Mm. Um, he's not interested in women. Yep. Um. He comes from a medical background. Yeah. So he's a safe space for her. But right next to his safe space. (laughs) The danger zone. Is a beautiful dimpled version of her sober companion. (laughs) So true. Mm. And they they have a great rapport. Yeah. They have sparks. And he's fun. He's not like David. No, and he doesn't. It's not like he's got a child weighing him down around. No, he's got a canvas subscription. Yeah, yes, he he can help her with. He can do graphics. Yeah, with putting images on on text. (laughs) For what? For what? For the news party or something? Yeah, I really. They call, they call her role like PA or whatever. Like when Chloe was doing it, she really is the marketing manager of this hotel. It really annoys me. Chloe did get a promotion. Yeah, but they seem to like not call out what her actual mm. job is anyway. Yeah, but she is doing what Chloe was doing. Yeah, and so she's doing like partnerships, arrangements. Events. Uh, yeah, arranging events. Um, which uh, I'll call out Nayblog on Twitter when later in the week after when it, when it was New Year's. And they're like, oh, this party's amazing. Krista did a great job. And Paul's like, Chloe did most of it. And then Nayblog on Twitter goes, it's balloons, guys. It's balloons. <laughs> That's I lo- it. <laughs> I love also, when once somebody has entered Paul's love, like and Chloe has, yeah. he's like, "Don't you touch Chloe." I love that because he was—he's been a little bitch to Chloe before. Yeah, he has, but she is now like in his mind, like one of his children. But also, some people uh, have Paul Teflon, and Chloe's got it. She's like, "I don't care." Well, <laughs> I think she's just like, you know what? He's just being true to himself. Mm. He has never once—well, I mean, a couple of times—he's pretended he's better, but but really, not mm. to her. So, David straight away calls it out. He's like, I don't know what you're doing sniffing around my brother. I don't know what you're doing sniffing around my, whatever, my, no, she's my employer. Yeah. But um, cut it out. And David does say, it's later in the week, but he does tell Krista, come on. Mm. No, no. What is her response? Oh, hello. (laughs) She's like, did he say something? Yeah. What did he say? And David's like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Just that there's a bit of a vibe. And she's like, there's a vibe? Oh, there's a vibe. I didn't, I didn't notice. And I'd like to discuss hot person privilege here for just a moment. 
the extreme hot person privilege to be able to hear that and go straight up to the person and be like, so there's a vibe, eh? And just know that there's not going to be any awkwardness or weirdness or rejection, just instant fireworks. Yeah. He's like, of course there's a vibe. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Anyway, look, neighbours, I'm all for it. It's wrong, but whatever. Well, they do say, look, it's wrong. And as CJ said in the previous pod, you're not even supposed to get like a plant yet or a dog. (laughs) She's got a baby growing in her tummy. She's got dimples growing on her face. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, So also David does yoga with Krista during these times. Yeah, a bit of meditation yoga. He's He's got a handbook of how to be a companion. The wedding, okay, happens. All the, um, oh, God, I just looked down at my notes and it just has Sadie, squeeze me top. She wore this top with lemons on it saying squeeze me on her chest, which was just a, it was a choice. It was a statement. Anyway, I made my notes. That's all i got to say. Okay, uh, Chloe has this heartbreaking moment. She's getting ready. She looks breathtaking. She goes to put her shoes on. She goes to walk. Her, She's weak in her feet and ankles and she can't. Yeah. She stumbles. She can't. She's not going to be able to walk down the aisle in her heels. And in probably one of the only kind moments I've ever seen from Ellie, Ellie takes her own shoes off and says, well, we're going to be barefoot. Skangs. Yeah. Skangs <laughs> are here to not have Ellie be kind. Um, we're going to have our shoes off. We're going to be barefoot. We're going to do this together. Yeah. And that's how we're going to do it. And that was really beautiful. Also, she sits down on Therese's um, step in a very white outfit. Mm. There is only one per- human on the world that would have a clean enough back step. Yeah. And it's Therese Willis. <laughs> but it, it was lovely. I Look, I don't know enough about Huntington's, but it feels weird that she could walk in heels and now she can't. Oh, I think it was just that she didn't have the strength to hold herself up on the heels. Mm, okay, yeah. Like she, yeah, it was going to be too much of a strain. Yeah, but I mean, I can't I walk can't. in them and I don't have no Huntington's, way. but anyway. Um, Put on 5kgs, girls, then you have a bit of walk us oh swiftly God. in those heels. You don't want to, you don't want to, you don't want to be weighing everything down <laughs> on a big toe then, do you? But anyway, that's not a Chloe not, problem. Not the issue. Um, so, look, it is quite lovely. Then they go get married and Sue's as you said, is the celebrant. A vision in pink. And she gives the most delightful little wink to the, the ladies as they arrive yeah. to get I, – I just – I loved it so much. Um, I I almost believed them as a couple. Didn't, but I almost did. It was um, – they almost got me. Then they kissed at the end of the ceremony and then I was not fooled anymore. It is, however, clear to me why Chloe is with Ali. Why? Okay, so when they exchange rings, there's a close-up of their hands. And uh, Chloe has this beautiful, very fashionable at the moment, these pointed fingernails mm. in a lovely pink. It was a beautiful oh. manicure that she's got herself. And Ali has lovely trim nails. Oh. So not painted, very... I mean, they look very uh, sanitary. You're modest. Yep. No no germs hiding in those um, <laughs> nails either. So I think the dynamic is because, I mean, they are both stunning women, but Chloe has got the, look, you know what? You wronged me a few times and you are, you owe me, basically. <laughs> what does she owe her? Um, obviously, Ali's getting, she's rolling up her sleeves. She's doing the work <laughs> in that relationship. <laughs> and so Chloe... She's got pointed fingernails. She's did, not lifting the proverbial finger. She is not. I did look it up. There is a trend of two mm. fingernails being short. Two sets of? Or or just two in the set? Two, yeah. Two digits oh, oh gosh. being um, shorter. Could not find one wow. on Chloe. You know what? That's given me a bit of hope for them because it's a bit grim when she's going off into the sunset with Ellie. But look, this, this is how she's going to spend her days her, as they said, whatever forever looks like for us, you know. Yeah. If she's it's, like, s- it's like Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt when they were like, we will love each other until we don't anymore. <laughs> and if she can spend those last days just with infinite pleasure, then well done, Chloe. Happy for you. And then she's in Europe. They've got money. Yeah. Oh, it was a bit of fan service. They had obviously Nicolette painted the couple name with whipped cream, shaving cream on the car. Yeah. She didn't like the name they had for themselves. So Eloi. She, yeah. Chloe. Um, and so she had Chelly put on the back of the car. F- you know, fan service, whatever, cute. But, um, I mean, see you later, gals. Yeah, so send they're us gone. A, send us a postcard. And just as you said, because I was very worried we were going to have to watch. And look, we could still watch Chloe die, don't get me yeah. wrong. But 
they have just left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, because she's had a falling out with her mum, Ellie hasn't arranged childcare for her daughter. No. Um, Sean's got a work trip. And Ellie's like, well, just bring – leave Asta here and Carl and I will look after her. And she says, no, but Asta's got pony club. She does, and that's very important to Asta. I'm sorry. No. Childcare dictates where the child goes and what the child does. I know, but Sue's she wants a trip. Pony Club, firstly, will be shut down over Christmas, New Year. You are right. Um, unless they own the horse and have to go and feed it and take care of it. No, nothing is open. I can attest <laughs> to that. They've got the groomers are in there doing the horse stuff. They don't need to worry about Asta going in, six-year-old. Yeah, you don't uproot your retired uh, auntie to – yeah, but okay, Susan wants a holiday, sure. But anyway, Susan's having a – ball up there with Asta, apparently. Mm, mm. I just thought that was entitled. Just cancel Pony Club and bring Asta down, for yeah. Christ's sakes. She, she does say let's have our honeymoon at Pony Club. <laughs> <laughs> In the Blue Mountains or something. Um, they've gone to Rome. They've gone to Europe. Yeah. Half your luck. Oh, yeah. I'm Look, I'm really happy for Chloe. Yeah. I really, I kind of wish Chloe had said, let's just take Asta with us. Yeah. To Europe. That would be quite sweet. But oh, anyway. But she's got those, you know, she's short nails. She's got... <laughs> She's got pleasure to be had. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. All right, now we're into the new year. Happy 2024, neighbours, friends, neighbours, mm-hmm. council. Happy you're sticking around with us. It really, look, sometimes I, when I hang by a thread, I go, oh, we've got to make an app. Yeah, our beautiful community are going to listen to it and give us, say nice things about it. So new year, same neighbours, but new year and the courts are open. Yeah. I mean, I reckon they probably are. I mean, no lawyers. They're all not around. There's probably still a backlog from lockdowns and stuff. A lot lot of cases. 100% there is. So Mel and Krista have to go and – I don't know what – can you – do you know what this procedure is? Um, It's about um, the drug charges way back when Krista was 16. Yeah, in the UK where Mel was left holding the bag, bag of drugs, TM. Now, the UK, look, we've got listeners that could clear this up, but I don't think they have the federal funds to be doing this because, like, they've got NHS to fund and stuff. I'm pretty sure it it wasn't Toadie's reference that got the extradition cancelled. It was just bureaucracy. Yeah, it was just like, look, we can't send someone. Uh, And also this nice lady in, in Australia, just let her live there and run her little van. Yeah, and also, like, so the lawyer says basically people are out. For blood. They, they don't want Marie Antoinette's um, letting people eat cake and heroin. They've, they've got, a, you know, an axe to burn. They want to make an um, example of... Krista-type yeah, people. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I kind of believe that, but also I think, like, because she'd be on the tabloids and stuff. Like, yeah. oh, you know, like, yeah, there is that. But anyway, so I, I keep thinking of what sort of celebrity she might be because she's like, oh, if I go over there, it's going to be a media circus, da-da-da. I keep thinking, I wonder what sort of celebrity she is that... Paris Hilton. She can, but no, but she can fly a little bit under the radar. Like she can run around um, in rehab in Australia and it hasn't made headlines. So maybe it's like. Well, like when Paris Hilton and Melzy Mills hooked up yeah, for. Yeah, but that, a, that <laughs> was headline news. That was headline news. But I'm just trying it to was, I yeah. think of someone of that calibre. Maybe someone like um, on a reality show, like a, um, a housewife, a real housewives, or a um, Geordie Shaw, or, you know, someone who's. A bit left of centre from celebrity. Yeah, well, yeah, it's difficult because almost everything would make news these days. Yeah. yeah. Well, God, yeah. But the... I've got... Yeah, I've got... Someone I work for is in the news a lot and for the most innocuous... Like, he'll put, like, an emoji on someone's Instagram and there'll be, like, three articles about it. <laughs> like, Jesus. Gosh, those... The people that work for those, you know, online media, yeah. they're... They've got to publish some articles, oh. otherwise they're, they're not getting fed. You went to journalism school for this, guys. They did. Jesus. And they're like, there is an emoji. Anyway, we'll post a message in Neighbours Council or on, or tweet us what which celebrity could be like Krista that yeah. sometimes flies under the radar in Australia but would be pounced on by press if she went to a trial. Yes. And so they go to like kind of, I guess, like a mediation with the government. Yeah. Um, makes no sense to me, but it looked like when I had to go for a hearing, like a VCAT hearing to yeah. dispute like $200 of my rental bond. Yeah. It's, well, it's very VCAT-y. And Toadie, a little beautiful Nally, tries to get Toadie to write a reference. Which I think they need to be a bit more vigilant about not having Nelly be across adult issues. 
She does eavesdrop a lot, but Mel then fills in a lot of blanks for her. She yeah. hears them say, oh, but what are we going to do? Mel's like, about what? Yeah. Mel's like, oh, well, um, I don't have enough references for my – I could get extradited to the UK. I'm like, Mel, you could have left some of that information out. Don't give that to Nell because you know what she's going to do with it. Yeah. And firstly, she's going to freak out about it. Yeah. Um, just say, oh, just paperwork, boring. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, I'm just try- – I'm, I'm, yeah. But she doesn't. She goes to tell Toadie, oh, she needs a reference. Toadie flies off the handle mm. and sends a, a mean reference. It was – you know what it was? How dare you – Involve my daughter, and then he goes to the computer and just like that scene in Mean Girls, like, yeah, this girl, burn book, yeah, burn book, like this girl is a ugly slut, yeah, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Where Regina George is like hate writing the message, yeah, and then that's the one that gets distributed to the whole school. That's what happens with Toadie. He has a Mean Girls burn book meltdown, yeah, and he presses sent like an idiot, and Mel's lawyer. Where, did, where is this woman from? I do like her though. I like you the do? Cut, I liked the cut of her jib. So she prints up this email to start off with. She didn't have to print it. Yeah, she's like, I just got to make sure I've got all my ducks in a row yeah. before I decide which ducks are not suitable for this row. And so Mel reads it and she's devastated at this. She knows that Toadie feels this way but like also she doesn't need to read it. It was just like she's dishonest, she's self serving she like just a bunch of stuff that's not true uh, 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 she he may as well have said at the end and by the way her laugh is terrible and she probably would have killed holly in the pool would yeah. have saved her from drowning you know. yeah <laughs> just anything yeah. like anything to dig at her and then mal decides to go in by herself and just basically be like whatever put the cuffs on me i'm done yeah that was a bit windy in the police station going no arrest me arrest me what is it with these women just throwing themselves at the mercy of the justice system ridiculous which is notoriously not understanding yeah and i mean like at least toady's not a lawyer but still so toady has a crisis of conscience because he finds out oh no mel didn't put nell up to this reference bizzo he rewrites the reference it's glowing and then runs it to the courthouse yeah. While Mel's representing herself. The fact that his printer was set up ready to go and not needing like drivers or something is amazing. Um, now in my uh, era as a uh, running a little eBay shop, my printer is always ready to go. Yes. In case I get an international sale. Fair enough. But you are no Toadie. Maybe Toadie's still got one running from when he did the um, Rubikinis and he's still got one in the garage that just is ready in case he, an order comes in. He must be. Or it's Teresa's. Or it's Mackenzie's. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah, Teresa's, always. If she's got to sign off on a document and get um, get an assistant to come in and pick it up, take it into Lassiter's, her printer's ready. It would have been her first step. It was like when um, COVID hit, my first, my husband's first step was to go and buy a, a good printer. Yeah. Um, it would have been her first step. Yes. Um, like, I've got to set up a home office. I need a printer. <laughs> I need a good one. Like you don't have you have assistants that print things for you. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. I might need to print my menu for when we're having like work lunch. Okay. All the trimmings. So the reference is glowing. She lets the lawyer come back in. It doesn't matter. The UK can't be asked. Extradition is scrapped. Yeah. And to be honest, I think they were like, Oh God, she's she's saying she wants to be we we don't have like, we're not going to pursue this. We just came for a meeting because we wanted a holiday. Yeah, it's we're getting double time because it's a public holiday. Yeah. Um, and But apparently, nice letter from Toadie is all they needed. Very attractive panel, i got to say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So then the um, upshot of that is that Therese, meanwhile, snoops and reads the reference. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And now is having doubts because Toadie's like, Mel is honest and kind and would never hurt a fly. Yeah, also, Therese doesn't know this, but... On Christmas Day when Toadie visits Paul, he says the only love act you've ever done for Therese is to leave her and not make her part of yeah. your crap. Yeah. Which to me says he actually believes what Mal did was an act of love. Yeah. Which I think Therese recognises as well. Like out of the two exes, she's got the worst one. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> and like she and Paul probably would have broken up over something else if it wasn't that. But Toadie and Mel would have been solid. Yeah. Like, uh, Toadie's spoilt for choice of yeah. women, yeah. Um, which there was an amazing line when Sadie wanted to become a makeup artist and Byron and them were like, well, you know, you'd have your pick of weddings from everyone on the street. You could do their makeup all the time. A bundle pack with Sue's. <laughs> and then when Wendy was like, no judgment on makeup artists. Some of my best friends are makeup artists. <laughs> so <laughs> good. the best. Um, and then speaking of good lines, we'll, we'll do a brief touch on this because we have to keep it short today. But we'll wait when Kate's back. 
we can get her take on New Year's party as well. Mm -hmm. But uh, another great line, because JJ had been out at the the Lassiter's New Year's Eve party and the Varga Murphys are grilling him the next day like, what? why were you there? He's like, oh, I just wanted to hang out with um, Sadie. Why? She's too old for you and you used to think she was your sister. It's Um, not right. Amazing, amazing, but also like poor little Bob, but he's got such a crush. He's so cute. And she, all she said was, I'll see you later. And he's like, okay, here I am. I need to go to the party. And him, and he, he recognises some other shit bags from school. And then it comes out later that they're likely the ones that spiked Krista's drink. Because mm. she, Paul is giving her shit, um, doesn't think she can handle an event. She puts on the Sinclair charm which wins over Leo, the event's going great, then she ends up in hospital because she's had a drink spiked. She presumes, but there is doubt. Yes. Um, oh gosh, this, this fetus has been through some times, hasn't mm. it? Ooh, which is already, she's carrying a lot of guilt for that already, mm. that David has kind of implied. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a sober companion and a guilt companion. Yeah. Um, but we'll pick up more of that next time. The drugging and I think we got, yeah, we got everything covered off except for Essendon Fields. Okay. Oh, my God. Essendon so, Fields forever. Yeah. And the key, the secret. I got the key. I now, got the secret. They put an address on and it was a real town. On this key that uh, turns up at Nicolette's house. Yes. And so, like, it is, Essendon Fields is Essendon Airport, which is the planes that you hear on our mm. podcast. Mm, that's them. So, uh, this is just a call out to us. My and head. It's, it's a little precinct that now has a, sh- a little shopping yeah. Shopping centre and um, direct factory outlet, go yeah. get some bargains. Bit like best supermarket, in, yeah. at least in my area. There's some amazing supermarkets in Melbourne. but um, La Mana, we should shout it out. Yeah, La Mana. Go and get yourself a coffee. I'm pretty sure that they actually went there. Yeah. And that the building they did, I recently got my brows done in. <laughs> uh, and anyway, but I don't understand why we had to know it was a real place. And why I had to go all week. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting, but and, I think we'll find out. But Essendon Fields, like Essendon is a is a suburb close to us, but Essendon Fields is kind of like one of those made-up suburbs yeah. that they put a shopping centre in. <laughs> yeah, they had to call it something to make it not the airport because yeah. a billionaire bought it. Yes, right. Yeah, and it's actually on lease for 99 years from the Queen. I mean, sorry, the King. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, let's do Citizen and Citizen and we'll pick all that up next time. Citizen or citizen of the week? Okay, well, I'll go first. Yes, CJ. Uh, I'm going to go citizen Seuss. Oh, Aww. I was going to do it, but yeah, go. Um, just for being amazing in the wedding, but also just like solving the honeymoon problem and just, mm. you know, just, but I mean, that wink just yeah. had me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to go, well, I was going to do citizen Seuss, but I'll do citizen as because you did have one job and look, by hook or by crook, you got it done. Yeah. Okay. You got it done. You got your buns out. Those yep. rings went on those manicured fingers. <laughs> Mwah, heaven. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year. And we'll chat to you next week. See you on the socials. Bye. There's no way they weren't doing a huge amount of cocaine at that party to last until daylight the next day.